are you today? Well, I've been worse. I uh, just got promoted at work. Oh, that's fun. Which means I get that, that moolah raise. You, you better know? talk a little bit louder. Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot that we were um, you know, speaking not to each other. Um, well, we are speaking to each other. Yes. These are true facts with Derek. <laughs> Welcome to And That's <laughs> Featuring Juno and Derek. I'm Derek. I'm Juno. We're best friends. Best friends. And we talk about stuff. And that's all we do. And that's it. Uh, so we're just two not college students, I guess. T. And we just were like, thought it would be fun and cool and quirky to start a podcast. It's true. We did. And this is our baby. And I will now be paying child support for this infant. Until it comes to fruition as an adult. Exactly. So Um, y'all better be ready to listen for 18 years. Yeah. Um, And then whatever it wants to do after that is it's No, our baby's going to college. Our baby's going to college. Okay. Podcast college. Can't be like it's parents? No. It has (laughs) to be better than us. We both went to college. I've been there. I went to two different colleges. I've been to many colleges. Yeah. You're a college connoisseur. I am. Some might call you a college hoe. Some might just call me a regular whore. This um, is true. So <laughs> that might be a little more apt. Anyway. So what I did to prepare for this episode, we both did stuff to prepare. What I've done is I just grabbed 20 random speed dating questions off of the internet that I thought it would be really fun to just ask each other so we can learn stuff about each other that we might not already know. And y'all can learn stuff about us. Um, I know my policy going in is I'm pretty much going to be an open book. Yeah. Sharing all kinds of uncomfortable things. I already do that. Yeah. So. Um, our one rule we should establish this now is that we will not talk about anything before September 2013, which was the year that we entered high school. May I say one thing? Of course. One time in eighth grade. <laughs> I did karaoke at lunch. Oh my god. I don't remember this. And I sang Red Solo Cup. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That was yeah, like the song. Per- no, well, I, I mean, just think that yeah, as a person. It makes sense. That makes perfect sense. It also makes sense due to time-wise yeah, where that song would have been. Because that would have been in either 2011 or 2012. Yeah. So think like when Red Solo Cup was yeah. the song. I can't say... That I have ever been more proud of a performance than I was during that that lunch period. I may or may not have been there. I don't it's unsure. Know. It's literally there's no way to tell. I, I don't think we want to. I think I that think just that whatever you're envisioning. Because I vaguely remember karaoke during lunchtime in middle school. Yeah. But I can't remember anything specific. Yeah. So that's where I am. Okay, anyway, that ends anything before high school. Yeah, that's the last we'll talk that's about it. period. Unless it is absolutely necessary. Hopefully it's not, because that would be disgusting. That would be unfortunate. Um, I actually am going <laughs> to actually dip into that as well. Okay. Just to establish a timeline. Juno and I, Juno and I, Juno and I have known each other for nine years this year. We met in... The fall of 2011, our seventh grade year, we were in math together. Um, and that was when we met 
like formally. Shout out to Miss Weigel. Miss Weigel. You were a real one. Oh man. Your scary cane. <laughs> she was a scary person. I still dream about it. Yeah, it's uh wild, wild, wild times at Rose Football School. <laughs> Best times. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, at Roseville Middle. And then I think we really connected freshman year of high school. Yeah. I would say. I would agree. Um, when we had another math class together. Yeah. We had Miss Dow. And truthfully. <laughs> disgusting. <just> terrible. <laughs> Literally would not recommend for anyone. That was like a caricature of math. And it does suck because she was Asian. And I, you know, she I, told I me love. I could not get an A. You know, I I love supporting all my non-whites, but it does she hurt me to say raging <laughs> B word. You can we can swear on the podcast. She was a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I so some of the stuff we're going to be talking about, not in this episode, but going forward, we will be saying words maybe worse than bitch. So just be prepared. Listen with caution. Listen with caution. If you don't like swearing. I this mean, ain't it, fam. This, this is not it. it. <laughs> but yeah, she was not a great math teacher. No. Wow. After that lovely tangent. Um, that was a math word. Yes. Miss Dow, are you proud of me? <laughs> Miss Dow. <laughs> Miss Dow. She had me proofread uh, uh, her um, anniversary letter to her husband. Because Could I, you tell if she loved him or not? I was good at English. Was it a love note? No, or was a, it a? It was very formal. I used you to have two children. <laughs> no. no, it was it was a very formal but like nice love letter. That is so weird. Imagine marrying somebody and like they he's probably she, seen her butthole, right? Yeah, so they're married, married. Yeah, yeah. And like writing them an anniversary. I mean, letter. yeah, they've had two kids together. He, there's he's, he's seen definitely everything. seen everything. But being like, my most sincere thank you. For these well, last was it, few years. I mean, I don't know. It, I guess that's not what I mean by formal. It just was like, it wasn't super showy. Which yeah. I think it makes sense sink. based on who Miss Dow is and how she was. Um, which is, I think, just kind of a... She is a very mathematical person. Yeah. In retrospect, it, I feel bad about calling her a bitch. Yeah. she's She is a lovely person. No. Maybe. I don't know her at all. As a person. You can't be a lovely person if you tell a 13-year-old that there's no way they're getting an A in math. There's no way you were 13. We were in high school. How old are you in high school? You, We were both definitely 14. There's no way that you can be a nice person <laughs> if you tell a 14-year-old that they cannot get an A in math. I have gotten A's in math. I have never. So, actually, that's not true. Um, geometry 8th grade with Miss Overstar got A's. Because Miss Overstar was a good I'm teacher. I'm sorry. Was that after high school? No. <laughs> oh man, I'm the worst. Mm. Yeah, but um, that's something you probably already know if you're listening to this because you probably know us. And so you probably already know I'm the worst person alive. It's okay. I'm rolling with it now. <laughs> that is a cross you have to bear. It is um, so these speed dating questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I did not look over these. Except for now, as I'm looking at the paper, I'm realizing that some of these are about childhood memories. So we are going um, back. The first one was immediately <laughs> childhood memory. The first one is, um, I just grabbed these from a speed dating website because I thought it would be fun and kind of funny. Would you like to freeform a little bit? What do you mean? I don't want to answer all of those. Um, <laughs> Can I, I ask you some questions? 
why don't we start here? Okay. And then if, like, there's a question that, like, we really are just like, nah. Or I think most of these are going to be pretty quick I don't remember being a youth. (laughs) Um, We'll we'll try. And if we don't, we might just freeform some questions as, like, an interview. I mean, I think we should That would be on brand. It would be very on brand for both of us, um, which will make sense when we answer one of the questions <laughs> later from our listeners. <laughs> Was that a little controversial? <laughs> um, but um, I think we should be as honest as possible. All right. These answers. Just, okay. We should try and build some I will trust. dig deep. Good. I'm glad. So the first question, yes. if you're ready for this. I am ready. Which childhood birthday, which I'm taking to mean which under 18 birthday. Okay. So like all. Anything. Yeah, gotcha. Until you turn 18. We'll include your 18th. Yeah. Um, which childhood birthday was your favorite? The day I was brought into this world. Because I had no fears or depression. That's fair. But anxiety. I had anxiety as a baby. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. You know, starting it off on the right foot. Of course. But yeah, I think the day I was born was my favorite. My well, favorite birthday. That's fun. What about you? Um, Mine actually, I do have an answer. Um, okay. My 16th birthday. Yeah. No, sorry. My 17th birthday. What's the truth here? Um, <laughs> trying to remember which one was which. Uh, my 17th birthday, Uh, we did this like, Juno was there. Um, yes. We did this like day long thing. We saw Suicide Squad. Because um, fun fact, I turned seventeen the, that weekend that Suicide Squad came out. Correct. Um, and uh, we went to Devani's and had pizza, which pizza, is fun. Pizza. Uh, a ton of people oh, were there, and then we went to go see. Oh, or, sorry, I did not go see it. All of my friends came to see me and a couple of my other friends in a show we were doing at the time. Do you remember what the show was? No. It was The Little Mermaid. I did see that. Yeah, you did as part of my birthday. I know, I remember that. Yeah, it was wild. You did great. Thank you. Okay, uh, second question. Oh. Hmm. Move on. What is your fondest memory of your family? Oh, radio silence. (laughs) (laughs) My fondest memory of my family. Mm. You have a nice family. I do. I love them. I love those fuckers. But, and yet... (laughs) My dad has moved to California, like midlife crisis type stuff. So I think my fondest memory at this time was when we were all together again for the first time in like a couple months. Yeah, that was really sweet. I was so happy for you when you went to California. That was really great. I like that place. Um, my favorite memory of my family um, is actually more recent than I think maybe people think it would be. Um, we all went to New York together right before I started at the U. Mm-hmm. Um, so summer of 2018, I think. We all went to New York together. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really cute. Yay! Next question. Uh, what was your favorite game to play as a child? Ooh. Wait, I don't want to answer all of these first. You pick first. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fair. I was, I mean, I don't know. I was kind of a fair weather, like, whatever anyone else wanted to play. I just wanted to be included. Oh, yep. 100%. Four. What scared you when you were little? Now, I definitely know what scared me when I was little. What scared you? Chucky. Okay. To an insane degree. Wow, you've grown up so much. Um, I could not watch any Chucky movie until college. I watched it for the first time my freshman year of college, and it was a big step because I'm telling you, I had nightmares about Chucky until I was probably in high school. I was afraid of being abandoned. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. 
being left behind, being unloved, perhaps. Also clowns. <laughs> and I'm afraid of um, silverfish. Oh, yeah. they're. I, I don't say I'm afraid of them, but they are nasty. I'm afraid gross. of them, but I'm the most afraid of mice. Oh, uh, yeah, I do have a fear more similar to that. I have a very irrational fear of most bugs. But not silverfish? No, I think silverfish are, like, nasty. They don't scare me that much. Same with, like, spiders, I guess. Oh. Um, but ladybugs freak me out. Oh, yeah. Ladybugs freak they me out. They also make me I had to stop a tech rehearsal once in the middle of a tech rehearsal um, because there was a ladybug on the couch I was supposed to drape myself on, and I started bawling. Yes. This was my freshman year of college. Also on brand. <laughs> public crying so it was very like like i was like there there cannot be another ladybug on this yeah. couch i was like yeah. I, I i can't um thankfully they were very nice about it and um they they, said, they always okay, checked okay. beforehand the stage manager it, it would have been so easy to just be like derek be a fucking human like grow up, grow up. um they didn't. yeah there was a lot of fear. <laughs> <laughs> We're both afraid of so many things. Right. Uh, my biggest fear is war. Oh. Like having to go to war. Like the. You're not going to get drafted. You're no, depressed. no, no. Oh my God. No, I'm fully aware of this. It's irrational. But like the idea of having to fight a war is terrifying to me. Not to be profoundly nihilistic, but I would die immediately. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I don't think I could shoot a gun. And then I would get shot in the head and die. My worry is that I would survive. Derek, I love you, but you would not survive. I've survived some pretty my darling bad my situations. Sweet, sweet angel, you would either get shot or most likely I'd kill myself. So that's let's be my, honest. Yes, um, mm. that would probably happen. It's okay. It's a, I'm just acknowledging it. It's like I'm not going to do it right now. But if you I could. was drafted, yes. which I won't be because I'm fat and depressed and I wear glasses. Um, and you're gay. That's not a thing anymore. But I wish it would be. Oh. Um, don't ask. Don't tell. Can we bring it back? <laughs> D-A-D-T 2020. That's my platform. <laughs> I'm a one-issue voter and it's bringing Don't Ask, Don't Tell back. Please. Please bring back. <laughs> Biden is the only presidential candidate I can vote for. You don't like for. Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Don't vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um next question i guess yeah <laughs> what story about your childhood do your parents or family always tell again and again uh would you prefer the icky story or the embarrassing story embarrassing story okay those motherfuckers <laughs> one of whom is anyway <laughs> never mind um at some birthday party for some individual i believe it was my father's birthday party when I was like five, I was a little attention seeker. Mm-hmm. I was a uh, needed to be the star of the show. Oh, of course. Because I am an I. Because you're perfect. Thank you. It's and just that's a it. fact. And that's period. That's the end of the story. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So I was doing a little dance for all the guests. And I'm five years old. So I'm the same height as the table. <laughs> and some idiot put the cake at the edge of the table not in the oh, middle of the no. table and so my cute little five-year-old arms are flailing we dancing we bebop into the rhythm in my head and i stick my whole motherfucking arm in that cake and my parents tell that story at least once a year every year i haven't been five in 15 years 
my story actually wraps into one of the questions from our friends that we'll answer later, so I'll come back to it. Okay. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. And we're back. What's up? All right. <laughs> um, what's the sexiest thing a significant other can do for you? Give me their undying love and support. Oh, my God. Wow. I was just going to say pay for things. So, number seven, what are your top three turn-ons? Derek, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't want to share that with the internet. <laughs> that is understandable. Mostly because I don't know. That makes more sense. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know about three. I'll tell I'll, my number one, being taller than me. But this is a well-documented fact. Okay, um, I also really enjoy that, but my girlfriend is a dwarf. Yeah. So. <laughs> my current thing yeah. that I'm kind of pursuing is also it's shorter, shorter than, than, me, than you. So that's also very weird. Maybe we grew. We all contain multitudes. We are welcoming of any height. What is the most romantic thing someone could do for you? bring me a gift at my place of work I think I just like to be shown that they're thinking of me when I'm not with them <laughs> let's move on <laughs> uh, nine. what do you think your best feature is I'm assuming this means physical fuck <laughs> uh, not an easy question for any of us Juno um, yeah my best physical feature I also I already know mine, so I hope you don't have the same one. But you have to go first. Why? I don't have one. You have plenty. I don't have you're a single so one. Perfect. Shut up. No, you're Derek, literally. No, you. No, no you stop. shut up, Derek. You. Please. What's your best physical feature? My eyes. <laughs> yeah, that is your best physical feature. They're so pretty. Yeah. Mine is. Fuck, Derek. Do you want me to tell you what I think it is? Yeah. It's your bangle. <laughs> my bangs are three weeks old you rat bastard i'm kidding they are very cute my though. best physical feature is <laughs> it's been redacted <laughs> i understood thank you very much <laughs> listeners it's anyone's guess okay uh what's the weirdest experience you've ever had Mine's about you. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I didn't even look at this question before, and I can already tell you what I'm going to say for the answer. Okay, my weirdest experience ever. You need to go first. Okay, I guess I have two. They're somewhat related. Okay. They're two different instances, but somewhat. Um, so I was texting you yeah. what I thought was you, and it was your phone. <laughs> your phone was in someone else's possession. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you were and you were drunk like I had never. I would s- never drink underage. <laughs> right, forgot that one teensy Thank little you. thing. We're both underage. Neither of us drink. We don't do that. We are children of God. But you were acting drunk. I was. I was tipsy <laughs> off of cool the light <laughs> nature. Yeah, off of vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I read the room. The room said, "Get drunk." 
and it was very funny i was um texting you and i had never seen you like this before yeah in all of my years of knowing you yeah never once have you acted like this no not to me i was um and so i thought i was texting you turns out it was not no. um it was your girlfriend yes who was texting me back um and lovely girl lovely girl yeah but she texted me a picture of a stain on a couch and I would like to say that the stain was made out of Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. The stain was actually Coca-Cola. Like, but that's not what I was told it was at the Coke. time. Um I had I I don't think I'd met You had not met her, her yet. at this point. No. Right, because it was like right after Halloween, I think. Yeah. Um <laughs> This was yeah. Yeah. Um your girlfriend Matt said it was um it was your leftover squirt. Which is funny because I take antidepressants. <laughs> yeah. um, also, is that a real thing? I don't think so. I don't know. Squirting is peeing. Yeah, I was like, I don't think it's like. No, no, it's not real. I I haven't seen it a ton, so. Yeah, I can't imagine you seeking that out. So. Um, the one time I saw it in like a porn, I was like, this looks really weird. It's like a water fountain. I was like, well, this can't be. This can't be real. So, True. thank God squirting is not real. Yeah. So, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's what I was on that. That's that on that. And that's it. So, and that's it. Um, I am going to skip some of these more boring questions. Thank you. Um, oh, okay. These two are kind of funny. Uh, not funny, but like they lead into a prompt, over. good yeah. conversation. Um, which comedian or movie makes you laugh the hardest? I lose my shit. Any single time I watched Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's incredible. I, if I could only watch one movie for like 60 days, it would be that. Movie. It's incredibly rewatchable. Well, absolutely. You can watch it every night and like something is different. Yeah. But like, I think because I read the like comics first mm -hmm. and I was like, I know these characters, like every little thing that actors did, I was like, brilliant. Also fuck that cast is insane. It's Michael Sarah, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Mae Whitman's in the movie. Fucking Brie Aubrey, Larson. Brie Larson in the best part of the movie. I thought oh, absolutely. she's amazing and I, very hot. I listen to that song a lot. I do too. I love that song. Aubrey <laughs> Plaza's in this movie. I know. Anna Kendrick is in this movie. You're shitting me. She plays his sister. Oh, fuck, you're right. I know. Oh my god. Like, literally, what the fuck? Um, Allison Pill is in this movie. Yeah. Um, Ellen Wong is in this movie. Love Ellen Wong. She's great on Glow. Um, if you're not watching Glow on Netflix, just watch it. It's a perfect show. Man, it's a stacked cast. And even if you look at, like, some of the other men in it, too, like, Kieran Culkin is in this movie. Or yeah. no, Rory Culkin is in this movie. Sorry, not Kieran. Um, I think mm -hmm. it's Rory Culkin. One of the Culkins. One of the Culkins that's not, um... The one from Home Alone. Macklemore. Yeah. Macklemore. Macklemore. Macklemore Culkin. Macklemore Culkin. Chris Evans yeah. is in this fucking movie. <laughs> Brandon Ruth is in this movie. Fucking bleached ass hair. Yeah. He, I'm not going to lie, I'm very attracted Could to Could he him. get it? I, I mean, I'm attracted to Brandon Ruth. I know. In general. Aren't we all? Um, a little bit. But I really think he looks so sexy with that bleached hair. Um, because that's a sign that if a man bleaches his hair, he's going through something. True. And I 
thought that was so sexy. These are straight facts. Um, So, yeah. No, Brandon Ruth could absolutely get it. Yeah. And that and Superman and Legends of Tomorrow, which is the best show on television. Yes. Um, I don't know a better TV show. No one is doing what Legends of Tomorrow is doing, except for the movie Ma. Correct. Like, their equivalents, except Legends is more fun. Yeah. Ma is sort of like a fever dream. Also, Ma happened completely accidentally. Right. Legends happened where the first season's kind of rough because they're taking itself too so seriously. seriously. It really doesn't know what it is. But yeah. then they're intentionally like... Everything after that. It's the just movie we're like, talking about in our next episode is actually a pretty good comparison, comparison Legends, for yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. But in all different ways. Like, it's like yeah. about not the content, but like yeah. the conceptualization. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about like the the um, the medium yeah. as opposed to yeah, like absolutely. content. Um, and then 17, um, so just so you know, we skipped 11 through 15. <laughs> um, that was question 16. 17, what are your three favorite movies? Motherfucker, Derek. I think this is a really interesting topic. Okay, well, thing. can you go first, please? Because I, you didn't um, answer the last question. Oh, fuck, I didn't. Um, I love broad comedy. So something like Airplane or Scary Movie. Bridesmaids, I think, is one of those movies. Spy, I really love Spy. Mm. Bridesmaids was actually on my top of the decade. Oh. It wasn't my number one, but it was in it was up there. It was, it was in the top there. thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a perfect movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Sure. Anyways, yeah. sorry. Top three movies. Yes, I just need to pull up my letterbox. Um, I, I just want to be honest with what I have been telling. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So I've been pretty loud about the. I, I don't want to say loud, but like. Chances are, if you know me, it's probably come up in a conversation that my favorite movie of all time is Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my I love all three of the movies I'm going to mention, but Kill Bill is on a different level. It's four hours long, and I could watch it every day and never get bored. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> um... And then my number two is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I just, I love, I love that movie so much. It's, um, whereas I think Kill Bill is my favorite movie, it does have some flaws. But I think that's why it makes it so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of, in a class like Bridesmaids, it's very few movies that is perfect. From beginning to end, there's not a thing in it that isn't necessary to the movie. Mm. Everything Mm -hmm. is great. Um, It's so well acted. It's so sparse. Like, it's only, I think it's only, like, 80 minutes. Um, It's short. It's a very short movie. And that really adds to it, I think. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. Um, I am, of course, talking about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, The remake is good, too. But um, the original is, like, my shit. Um, and then my number three is Batman Returns. I just think it's so mm-hmm. fun. And Michelle Pfeiffer, what she's doing in that movie, the girls aren't doing it anymore. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz might. We'll have to see. She could. What about you? This is difficult. It is a very difficult Because I have the memory of a small, small, tiny goldfish. Which means that I remember 30 days before or after now and that's it after yeah i think about the future (laughs) okay yeah that makes sense (laughs) obviously um Um, i think my favorite movie 
of all time because I am, in fact, eight years old, is Spirited Away, the Hayao Miyazaki movie. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know why it took so long to think of what it's that okay, is. It's okay, because I knew you knew it. So. Yeah, it's so good. It's incredible. It's so good. And, like, I think it's one of those timeless movies where, like, when you watch oh, as a okay. child, you're like, oh, that's creepy, but, like, wholesome. You're getting different things out exactly. of it now, and, and you'll you continue up, to get different yeah, things about it. it just, like, it stays with you in a way that I find hard. It's so... It's a, it's, it's, it's a class of movie I also love, um... Where it's so thematically rich, yeah, um, and I love that kind of like I was I was an English nerd. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I still am. I love like literary analysis and all that yeah. stuff. So that's a movie that I think really, like, I'm rock hard for it. Like, yeah, it's absolutely. so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So I love that movie. That's definitely my number one. Um, a movie I saw only very recently because I am not as. Um, enriched as Derek is in the film world is Midsummer. Oh yes. Loved it. Yes. True. It was just so beautiful. It is very beautiful. even the disgusting things. Mm-hmm. I was like um both of my parents recently saw Midsummer for the first time independently of each other. Um Cute. but I watched it with my mom and then I lended it to my dad and he watched it. Yeah. Um uh Midsummer was my number one movie of 2019. Of 2019. Yeah. That's pretty good. I loved that. I to this day still love that movie. It's like, really good. It's, it's really, really, really good. good. Um I'm trying to think about what my third movie is and I truly don't know. It could honestly just be a movie that you really like. Yeah. Like a movie you, that I really enjoy and don't get tired of watching. Some of you may be familiar with this movie. Um Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not, even, I'm not even kidding. Though. No, like, that's, that movie, that's, I could watch it any day. I think that's a solid top three. Yeah. I think it really, it says a lot about you. It lets us know a lot about you, I think, right away. Yeah. Um, I think maybe in the same way, like, if you look at my top three, you're like, okay, those three together, you sort of get a personality. You look at Juno's three together, you can sort of get a per- glimpse of personality. But I think the best part about our top movies is that, like, even if your top three aren't my top three, 100% that is also a part of my personality. And yeah. like my top three are absolutely descriptive of who you are as an individual. They too. are because I love all those movies. Exactly. Um, Because we both picked good movies yeah. as our top three movies. And that's yes. very important. Yes. My um, number one movie is the one direction um, <laughs> tour movie. Mine is the Katy Perry part of me. Oh, that's so, a really good one. Um, There actually is. I saw that movie somewhat i guess a couple years ago but somewhat recently compared to where it came out there is a scene in it that's actually very harrowing um and it's a scene where her ex-husband has just told her he wants to separate while she's on tour over text um like minutes before she russell brand yeah he texted her like minutes before she had to go on and she's like hyperventilating and it's all these like shots of her through like open doorways and stuff where Mm because she's like having a panic attack and yeah. then she like is bawling and then she has to like smile to get on stage because it's her teenage dream era so it's very like oh, it was yeah. hard to watch and i actually have such a new found respect for Katy perry because of it even mm-hmm. though i do think she's she lost her way a little bit i think with her more recent songs um like uh never um really over i think is a great pop song and i think she's maybe coming back to be of a radio queen that she once was. Mm-hmm. 
This is an opinion. I guess I'll just get out there right now. I think Teenage Dream is the best pop song of the 2010s. Wow. I, think, I don't have a counterpoint for that, but I yeah. don't know if I agree yet. I guess it's a bold statement to say anything is the top pop song, but when I think of pop in the 2010s, Teenage Dream really encapsulates it all because everything, it was one of the first ones of the decade. Yeah. Um. So everything in the decade that came after it was in some form a reaction to it. True. Um. Yeah. And I just don't think anything else reached, like if we're just looking at pop songs, I'm not saying it's the best song. I'm not saying it's from, it's the best performed. I'm not saying it's from the best album. I just think as far as pop songs go, nothing reached the level of Teenage Dream in the 2010s. One, it's a great song. It's super fun. We were, I think we were in middle school when that song came out. And it's like, it's a bop. Like, mm-hmm. truly, like, it comes on and you're like, yeah, like, Teenage Dream. I do feel like a Teenage Dream. Yeah, it's really fun. Teenage Nightmare. Thank you for letting me share that. It has nothing to do with what we were talking about. That's okay. If you disagree with me, um, I'm more than open to hearing any dissenting opinions. Yeah, Derek's DMs are wide open, baby. My DMs are wide open for anybody. Please Anyone just Anyone and in. anything. Oh. <laughs> These last two. Okay. These are more personal to us. Okay. Uh, I'm going to change the wording a bit. Okay. 19. What is the best thing about your co-host? The best thing about Derek is his ability to take any nonsensical thing that I say and turn it into a legitimate, coherent conversation piece that we then turn into this nonsense that we engage in. Because I say some dumb shit. (laughs) And Derek somehow, like, his brain just works in the right way for me to be like, and Derek is like, that is exactly how I feel about the state of the economy in Israel right now as well. And I'm like, thank you. We are right there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. My favorite thing about Juno, um, I have a lot of favorite things about Juno. Um, Uh, Juno contains multitudes. Um, I think my, oh, this is hard. Uh, My favorite thing is how present she is. Like, I, I I know that when we're here in a space like this, when we're here together, like, she's totally here. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to disassociate yes. <laughs> and totally wander off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's such a, a grounding point to reality for me. Um, I guess not, like, in general, even when we're not, like, sitting across from each other like this, you're just, like, yeah. you're, like, a tether to the world. And so... That's really sweet. You're just, like, really... It, when everything else is a mess, you are the lighthouse in like the storm, and I can just see you and find land and Derek! totally oh. re like align myself. Fuck. Okay. Hello. So. Best friendship. <laughs> um. All right. And then twenty. Yeah. This is the last of these that we'll do, and then we'll get into some questions from people who may or may not be listening. May not. May 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 do that. What is the most annoying thing about your co-host? You have to edit this out. I have no idea. Oh my god. I, I don't know. Um, okay. Um, I'm not gonna edit it out, but I will leave our little thing here in. Uh where <laughs> everyone can hear that I have no annoying qualities. Or I can't think of any because there's too many to name. <laughs> Who can never be sure? Correct. Um No, hold on. I feel like I feel like there has to be one thing that I'm annoyed about. 
I'm not going to be offended, so you don't have to worry about no, that. No, I literally, my poo-poo brain can't think of a single thing. The only thing I can think of is sometimes we are sitting somewhere and my brain will be like, la, 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 happy, happy, fun time. And Derek's like, you know this thing that really pisses me off? <laughs> and it's like, I'm always ready to talk shit, right? I'm always yeah. there. But sometimes I'm just sort of like, Derek, where did that come from? Is that what you're thinking about right now? You're having this nice, fun bonding time, and you're like, I hate the environment. <laughs> I hate the environment. Fuck a tree. Fuck Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not annoying. That's just the thing that yeah. throws me for a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair. what do you find annoying about me? <sighs> um. <laughs> There's just so many to name. There's so many things. Um... This isn't really an annoyance either. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, oh, it's not an annoyance, but it is something that's like I find kind of funny. Um, it is uh, my mom like throws a ton of game nights or whatever, and I always invite Juno, and every single time she says no. <laughs> In my defense, the last time he invited me to a game night, my family was having a game oh, night too. She, it's just funny. She always has like acceptable reasons that are verifiable. Yeah, but like, there's never a game night that I have come to because I yeah. can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I haven't, if I don't want to go to something with Derek, I'll just be like, no. Yeah. But like game nights, I just can't. <laughs> I really want to. I'm not very competitive though, so I'm not very That's good okay. at games. That's okay. It's okay. Wow, um, so accepting. <laughs> All right, I want to get into a. Some of the questions that we got sent on Insta okay. um, before we get into our last little bit of this intro episode and then wrap things up. Um, so um, I'm just going to be sharing your first name. So if you sent us an Insta question, just know that we are sharing your first names on this. You will be hunted down and um, shot one by one. <laughs> oh, well, no, you won't. Um, <laughs> you I promise. open. Um, you're okay. You can sleep with both eyes closed. Um, so the first one, I really, really like this question. Um, it comes from, uh, Savannah. Uh, what are some things that need to be left in 2019? Low rise fucking jeans. If those ever make a comeback, you will find me living in a cave somewhere. Because if everyone has to see my fupa. I will cry. <laughs> um, mine is saying things aren't a personality. Oh, it's being like that's not a personality. Yeah, being like trait. okay, like it was kind of funny when it was just like liking the office isn't a personality trait. That's true. But then you get into things that are like, um, I don't know, like you get that into are like being things gay that and are depressed like, isn't a personality trait. Yeah. I'm like, no, that is my personality. Some of them just got a little too mean spirited, yeah, and I was like, this isn't agree. fun anymore. Because the truth is, like. The stuff you like is your personality. Yeah. So, like, as basic as it is, like, if you like The Office, that is a part of that your personality. That is who you are. Um, right. And, like, I like The Office, um, parts of it. I think it's not as funny as the later shows that would come out of it. So, like, I think both 30 Rock and Parks, Parks and, Rec and Rec are, are better shows. I think they're funnier and yeah. I think they're better. Um. But, like, I appreciate The Office for what it set up in later comedies. Um, Superstore is another one that I think comes out of The Office that I think is actually really funny. Mm. Um, I've only seen a few episodes, but I've liked all the ones I've seen. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Liking The Office may be basic, but it is a personality. You know what else is a personality? Hmm. Wearing low-rise jeans. Yeah, but that one sucks. So, Fuck that. don't do that. 
Um, That's a garbage person. Literally, like, I can think of two people who can pull off low-rise jeans. Yeah. And it's the two people that you're thinking of when I say low-rise jeans. Yes. I promise. Um, Paris Hilton and Britney Spears. Yeah. And Nicole Richie and Beyonce. So anyone who is four people. Anyone who is, like, really big in the early 2000s and was really hot. Exactly. So, like, Jessica Simpson, mm-hmm. probably in there, too. Um... Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Um, well, those kind of... Like, a lot of yeah. pop stars from the early 2000s, and also Paris Hilton. That's um, what we all want to look like in yeah. low-rise jeans, and yet when I put them on, I turn into this sort of human popsicle type thing. Right. And also, like, it's if you're too cute. skinny, they're just, like... They're, like... They're not that flattering not... either. But if you're, like... If you're fat, they're awful. Right. Like, it's unfair. Um, they're just not good for anyone, except for except uh, the for, aforementioned women. Yeah, and they're all rich. Yeah. So, uh, unless you're a rich woman, like, low-rise jeans just aren't for you. Exactly. Um, and that has nothing to do with, like, you not being good enough for it. It's everything that... It's just not that your culture. Low-rise jeans are just crappy. Yeah. By design. Yeah. And you deserve better. Mm-hmm. You are worth more. You deserve high-waisted jeans. Right jeans. Everybody in the world deserves high-waisted jeans. Exactly. It's a it's a a privilege. That we all. It's a right. It's a it's a right. It's a basic human right. It is. Um. So yeah, saying things aren't a personality and low-rise jeans. See you later. Bye, babies. All right. Um. A question from Mage. Honest opinions on 1917. Well, Mage, my honest opinion on 1917 is that I have not seen it. War movies aren't really my thing. Um, and I know it's nominated for Oscars, but I just haven't gotten around to see it. I probably will, especially if it wins Best Picture. As of right now, I just haven't seen it, and that's my honest opinion. Sweet, sweet person I've never met. When I heard this question, I was like... Ah, uh, yes. The year 1917. How do I feel about this year? <laughs> and my response to you is, I would not survive. <laughs> as soon as wartime starts, a bitch is gone, you know? Like, I could not live it. You really would not be in the war, you know, in 1917. I would not, but I would be fucking in my homestead. My house. And we're back again. <laughs> I am very sorry for cutting you off, Juno. It's okay. It was a nice, sweet little tirade about not wanting to be married to a man. Yeah, that's fair. And that's that's fair. I don't want to be married to a man. Yeah, let's analyze that. Um, all right. Uh, two more questions from our friends. Uh, this next question is from Catherine. This was the first question we got, and I just felt like it had to be included. What is your completely honest biggest regret in life? My biggest regret in life. I regret not developing. I don't know if this is a cop-out answer, but this is my biggest regret. Is not developing the ability to tell people no Mm -hmm. in a way that people will listen to. And not in a way that's sort of like, no, but like, if you don't want to do it, like, that's totally fine. Because that is my... I think weakest link is not being able to say, I don't like that. What's your biggest regret? Oh, this is the question that I said um, tied into that one from way before. Um, what question was that? Um, oh, what story about your childhood do your parents or family always tell? 
Um, I also play into telling the story a lot. Um, so what is my biggest regret in life? When I was four years old and my oh. sister was two, I pushed her down a flight of stairs. And then another flight of stairs. She was fine. No injuries. But <laughs> this is absolutely something that I... <laughs> That's your biggest regret? Almost killing my little sister? Oh, I guess when you put it like that, I thought you meant like <laughs> okay, let me a little expand. four-year-old asshole. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I could have very easily just done that. Anytime. Anytime. I could have done it yesterday and I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. We have a very physical <laughs> relationship, yeah, my sister do. and I do. Um, to the point where both of us have gotten somewhat serious injuries, which is fine. And like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love when we beat shit out of each other. It's it's great way to get anger out. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, people should be allowed to consensually beat the shit, shit out of each other. Like, I agree. What was the problem with Fight Club? Yeah. Why did that not? So that's my take. Um, she she's like. Not like this, like little weak thing. Just so we're no, clear no. on, like, no, no, no. she fully participates as well. Yeah. But like sometimes we do go a little too far, and right. people get hurt. Well, and I mean, like you are older than her, and like yeah. taller than her, and you weigh more than her. So yes. like, if if you go too far, it's gonna have more severe consequences. Exactly. Than she does. So yeah, I hear you. Um. So moving on, our final question is from Della, Dealing and with I us. took both of your questions, Della, and I just merged it into one, um, because there were the same question. So that's not shade, you know. You don't need to. That, you only like, asked one question. <laughs> no, I just mean like the way she worded it was like it was yeah. just one question over two things. Yeah. Um. So Della's question is how it be, but also tell me about your lives. I don't know anything anymore. Well, I hope you learned some stuff from our episode so far. Um, yeah. Derek, if you were to paraphrase your life right now into six words. Okay. I am on academic probation. Fuck. Yeah. That's the same. What about you, Janelle? Mine is... I live in constant confusion. Ugh! <laughs> Lovely. And that's exactly what this brainchild is, is. It is. A lack of intellectual outlet. Oh, exactly. For both of us. Coupled with our crippling depression. Mm-hmm. And then a nice little healthy dose of narcissism. Of course. And here she is. And that's it. And that's it. (laughs) Our last thing that we're going to do today is that um, a really important part of Juno and I's relationship is seeing movies together. Mm -hmm. Just consuming movies. It's how we, I think, first really started considering each other very important people in our lives. Yep. Um, so it's an important part of our relationship. It's going to be what three quarters of this podcast is revolving around. Yeah. So we made a list of every movie that we've seen together. Yeah. I will read the list right now. And then Juno and I are going to talk about our favorite and least favorite of the movies. Yes. This isn't an exact... I'll try and do it in order. But um, some of these I, I forgot about and had to add later. So it's not going to be exact. Fantastic Four. X-Men Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, Don't Breathe, Arrival, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Deadpool 2, The Nun, Suspiria, Scary Movie 3, Captain Marvel, Ready or Not, Hustlers, Zombieland, Double Tap, 
Knives Out, Black Christmas, The Ring, Evil Dead, Child's Play, and Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, and, as of today, The Velocipaster. So, um, I think maybe we can say, And Dark like, Phoenix. And Dark Phoenix. Fuck, you're right. We can talk about our um, top, maybe, three. Yeah. And then our bottom two. Yeah. Um, so just any that stick out right away. For sure. Um, one that is really hard because we like a lot of these movies. Correct. Which is why we sought them out. But also one that I think I really enjoyed simply because it was like one of the first times that we hung out again after reconnecting in college was Suspiria. Yeah. I thought that the remake was incredibly well done. Oh yes. I agree. I fuck heavy with it. I encourage everyone to go and watch it. It is streaming on prime. So if you have Amazon prime, you can watch it for free. Yeah. Um, it's an incredible movie. It's long. It's almost three hours. It's really long, but it feels whole. Yeah. So like, you're watching a whole experience when you watch it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important about a movie, especially one that's that long, is that it needs to feel... Is that it feels, like, completed. completed. Yeah. yeah. The great thing is, I showed that movie to my mom, who has never seen the original Suspiria, and she liked it just as much as I did. Yep. So you do not need to see the original, which is really hard to track down. The original is really hard to it. process. It, yeah. It's... It yeah. is. It's not structured like most movies you have to go into it with a lot of brain power left to enjoy it yeah if you go in and you're exhausted you're gonna be like this movie is trash exactly and i think it is a good movie yeah but it is a more i guess they're both intellectual but to like literally understand what is happening in the original suspiria you have to be like okay like i you have to do a lot of piecing together for yourself so while it's going to be a pretty visual experience because that movie's gorgeous so stunning. um it is like you know it, it's hard to process we should talk about it on the podcast one yeah. day. like I, actually I diving like in to, yeah. it's a great movie mm-hmm. um both of them are great movies i'd love to talk about both of them yeah um yeah any one. other oh yeah i guess we can do um you know what i'm gonna pick one that surprised me um oh i think i know which one you're gonna pick which one? Do you no, think? I'm not gonna guess. Okay. Gonna Actually, there's a lot of them on here that really surprised me as far as what they were. But one that really surprised me that, um, in many ways, um, was this movie we saw back in August called Ready or Not. And I, I thought it was gonna be like just this kind of you know dumb slasher movie where she's picking off this rich family. And this movie is not that. No. So don't go into it. I mean. It didn't ruin the movie for me thinking that's what it was going to be and it didn't happen. Um, But the movie is, it's a little bit more thoughtful than that. Yeah. It's such, it takes so much time making sure we understand how fucking awful rich people are. Um, Which I mean, yeah, it's not new necessarily what it's saying, but it's so, it is a fun movie. Yeah. With some really hard to watch stuff in it, it's, it's very brutal. graphic and it's, it's super brutal. Um, so if you don't do well with gore, don't this movie it. might not be well, for you. It's, it's not. So it's worth not. It, it's, but... not it's, it's not like torture porn level gore, right? And the gore is not like so realistic that it's haunting. Right. There's just a couple sequences that are like, Ugh. well, it's things that like could feasibly happen. Yeah, it's all like. None of it, yeah. It's not like people getting ripped 
in half or anything. Right. It's it's like um like everyday objects uh, yeah, being used in terrible ways. Everyday objects hurting you yeah. in ways that they feasibly would hurt mm-hmm. you in a situation. Um but that movie surprised me. I remember just walking out of it being like, that's not what I thought I was gonna get out of that movie and I'm completely fine with it. Mm-hmm. Being like, wow. And I, I yeah. Oh, haha, I just realized we are missing one movie from this list. Oh, what movie? Which will surprise no one when I say what it is, because obviously, why would anyone remember it? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ew, I forgot we watched that. I know. It was very <laughs> boring. And we for, that's why I forgot about it until right this second. But we did watch it. We did. We saw that in theaters. Yeah. Um, another what? movie I really enjoyed from our list that I saw very recently, because it was my Christmas present from Derek, was Knives Out. Yeah. I adored that movie. Knives Out is oh, things I could. Oh, it's so it's good. Beautiful. It's so good. I've seen it three times. Wow. Seeing it with you was the third time I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, so good. I mean, it got a screenplay nomination at the Oscars, which is amazing. It deserved more. Mm. Like that's what I think of this movie. Mm-hmm. It easily deserved direction, and I know there's like. White, a lot of white men in that court category. You could have taken some of them out and made room for Ryan Johnson and Greta Gerwig and uh, Lorraine. Uh, oh, fuck. The director of Hustlers. Um, mm. Another movie that should be mentioned. Yes. For being fantastic. Yes. Um, Hustlers is doing what Joker thinks it's doing. Yes. It is um, doing for the marginalized what Joker yeah. attempted to do. But in a way that spoke to a wider audience, I think. Yeah. And I... We disagree about Joker. I liked Joker. I think it's fine. I don't think it serves, like, Oscar nominations, but I liked it. I was like, yeah, it's a movie. Um, There are other movies, like Hustlers, that are talking about the similar subjects, but they do it in a better way. Yeah. So I'd be be sooner to rewatch Hustlers than I would be to rewatch Joker. And Hustlers, if you haven't seen it, you're part of the problem. Yeah. So you're the reason. You're the reason JLo didn't get that nomination. That bitch worked it. I'm very upset. And like, yeah, the Oscars, they don't matter, but they do matter. They matter if, a lot. Like, if that makes sense. They matter for the people in the business. Yes. And they matter for people who want to be in the business. Yes, it's just Hollywood, whatever. But... It, they matter. But it's more than that, yeah. Yeah, they like, it is more than that. Um, so the fact that she didn't get a nomination... Was a disgrace. Is a disgrace, and it is very telling about the film industry as a whole, mm. which is part of the reason why the Oscars are important. Because I think Jennifer Lopez is a really good actress. I agree. Acting is my favorite thing she does of the mm. things she does. I, I actually prefer her as an actress to her as a musician, despite the fact that she released... One of the most important songs when we were in middle school, which was um that song. I I wish I could remember what it's called. I'm just gonna look it up really quick. But it played all the time when we were in like gym. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pitbull is in it. Here, it's called "On the Floor." Um, a song that should have been in the Hustlers. <laughs> yeah, um, it makes no sense that it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it makes a lot of sense that it wasn't in Hustlers, but. A song that should have been in Hustlers. I just think that people, a lot of people, 
for many reasons, don't take her seriously. Maybe because she's a musician, they don't take her seriously yeah. when she goes into acting. Despite the fact that she's great in a lot of movies. I mean, Selena, obviously, that's the one I guess. But there's a lot of other movies that she's really good she's at. So good one at. of my favorites is The Cell, which is this really, it's gorgeous movie. It's like mind fuck cerebral stuff, but she's so good in it. Um, and she's so good in Hustlers. So if you're the kind of person that just is going to brush off Hustlers or Jennifer Lopez, I really, really beg you to go watch this movie. I think you will be surprised. I think you'll like it. I think you'll be surprised. And I think you will realize that Jennifer Lopez has always been talented. Mm -hmm. She she works. Like, can you blame her? She picks a lot of paycheck movies because people aren't putting her in better movies. It's not her fault. True. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. But that's it's important. It is. I I I justice for J Lo. True. Just in general. Yeah. Like I hope the next few years we see her take more projects like Hustlers. Yeah. Because I enjoy some of her rom coms. Some of them are really bad, but I always think she's good in them. She's a good actress. Yeah, so she, she should just, be given better. Yeah, uh, so, better. Hollywood, listen. Listen. Do better by Jennifer Lopez. Treat this please. woman as the treasure that she is. Exactly. And, yeah, just give her better, please just give her better roles. Um, she can do it. She can do it. She's proven many times. Yeah. Stop relying on her to elevate material. Because that's a that's not fair. That's not fair to ask of any actor. Mm-hmm. Like and thinking, well, my script is okay, but I have this really good actor who can elevate it. Like that's, that's so unfair to actors. It's um, too much. And just write better movies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it on that. And that's it. If we don't mention a movie, by the way, just assume that we also loved it because I think yeah, we're gonna get I think into. We're just gonna talk about the ones we hated. The one we hated. How about uh, you pick one that you hate, and then I'll pick one that I. Hate. I don't have a lot in here that I hate because I do like most of these movies. I will. Well, I'll say just off the bat, Ant Man and the Wasp, boring yes. as fuck. Um, but the one I actually want to talk about is Fantastic Four. Yeah. Such a disappointment. Really let me down. Especially, I think we're pretty much in agreement. That we both like the Fox X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. It's actually, that's been a huge part of our friendship is too. Yeah. We have seen all of them since X-Men Apocalypse. We have seen all of the X-Men movies yeah. in theaters together. So for the for this one, it is also a Fox movie. So for this one to be bad was a little bit of a disappointment. I think we just came out of that movie feeling like they could have done a lot more. Like I remember ta- us talking about it. Yeah. And we're like the first like four scenes fine yeah like there is potential there was so much right. potential and for whatever reason it just never they didn't get it they didn't get it, it. Didn't like they didn't it. get the like i think the studio suits might be to blame for this one or the mm. producer or something someone i don't know i i don't want to pass blame on any one person because i obviously i don't know how that movie was made i don't know much about it i haven't researched it but someone didn't understand the material and thought it needed to be something else mm-hmm. when it really should have just been the horror superhero movie that it was trying to be. And I think that would have been a much better movie. That probably would have gotten a sequel yeah. um, and done better because it would have been better. And I would have been excited to see 
that movie. Yeah. So that's a really unfortunate one. What about you, Janelle? What's one? No, that, you... that was mine. So. Oh, Fast and Furious also yours. Yeah, I like. Other I don't hate most. Of the... I don't think I hate well, any of the other movies. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't really love Zombieland Double Tap. I didn't love it either, but I don't hate it. Exactly. I didn't hate it. I just wouldn't watch it again. There are parts of it that I loved, yeah. but there's also parts of it that I was like, I'm bored. Yeah. Um, Zoe Deutsch, revelation in that movie. She's so good. She's so funny. Um, put her in more things. Yeah. Just, yeah. That There's a white actress that I'm like, give her her things. Please give her her things. Why are we giving Scarlett Johansson roles when we could just give them to Zoe Deutsch? Um, that's the team. That's the team. That's the team. Um, I actually think Scarlett Johansson is a fine actress, but please just take three years off. Go learn yeah. about humans. Well, I feel like, like learn how to yeah. talk to people in a way that's not condescending. Come back. I'd be okay if we get that redemption arc for her because I think there is enough talent there to support a redemption arc, mm -hmm. but you need to do the work. Yes. That's what I, that's all, that, that's my feelings yes. about it. If you would just apologize, <laughs> like really apologize. Say truly that you're sorry and like acknowledge what you did that was wrong. Yeah. Don't just say a blanket, I'm sorry for everything. Yeah. Be like, these are concrete things that I did that were kind of fun. Yeah. And again, maybe take a year or two off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just do that and then come back and we'll be ready for you. Right. Um, because I understand the way that you were brought into the industry in movies that weren't necessarily like that aren't necessarily unproblematic let's say yes um it's not entirely your fault but now you are an adult and you should take responsibility for that and be like i'm going to go unlearn these things i have learned yes something that we all should always be doing mm -hmm. but because so much is built up with you scarlet if you're listening please please you're a great actress you really are you have done movies that have moved me uh, under the skin is a great movie and you're so good in it so go unlearn your shitty habits and then come back and just be a great actress who has grown. Mm -hmm. You'll be better. You'll be a better actress for it. Yeah. And then you can earn your Oscar. Yes. So. A well-deserved Oscar. Yeah. Then you can earn it. You've, you technically would have earned one before if you'd ever been nominated for some of the stuff you were truly great in. But now it feels a little reductive. Like cheating. Yeah. yeah. We'll welcome you back. Open arms, baby. Just just learn. Uh I think that's it. Is that for it? for this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Our next episode, which is dropping the same day as this one, will be on The Velocipaster. A movie that is streaming on Prime. Watch it right now. It's something you must see. As you'll hear, this movie is not a movie that is easily talked about. It's so much. Yeah. There's yeah. Anyways, that's it. Ta-ta.